I'm Tass Mellis of The Starters. This is Ben Golliver with the Open Floor Podcast. Hi, I'm Kristen Ludlow from NBA Inside Stuff. I'm OG Ananobi of the Toronto Raptors. Hey, I'm Elena Delanon, and welcome to the Double Clutch. Double Clutch. Double Clutch. Double Clutch. Double Clutch Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, basketball fans of all ages, welcome again to the Double Clutch Podcast, WNBA edition. My name is Hugh Hopkins and we have a great show for you lined up today where we are going to be chatting to the brand new head coach and GM of the Chicago Sky, Mr. James Wade. He's had a busy off-season, not only just getting used to his new team and drafting them and scouting them and signing free agents, but he's also been busy abroad as well. He's been an assistant coach with UMMC Hekatenberg, and they won a championship. They won EuroLeague over there, and he's had a pretty impressive few months. So we get the opportunity to sit down with him one-on-one. He's just finished um, his first couple of days of training camp. So he's fresh off seeing some of his new players and figuring out what is going to be working for the team this year. So we spend some time discussing this year's team going forward, but we also dive into a few of the players individually. And also we start off the conversation by talking a little bit about his playing days and his coaching days before he even got a head coaching role. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Mr. James Wade. Yeah, hey, how you doing? I'm very good, I'm very good. Thanks for taking my call, I appreciate uh, it's probably been a busy day for you and a busy couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it's been really busy, but you know, a good kind of busy. Good, good. And uh, so how, how is training camp going? Is this your second day, the end of the second day? Yeah, it's the second day. I ju- we just, fin- well, I just finished, uh, they finished a little bit earlier, uh, but it's, it's, uh, it, w- it was a better day than yesterday. Good, good. So progression then, that's what you want at this time of year. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. In the UK, the the WNBA, we're, you know, it's it's not the biggest uh, sport, the biggest league in the world, so we're trying to grow that at double clutch a little bit. So I wanted to sort of delve into your history just a little bit before we get into the into the main crux of questions about the se- the season for the Chicago Sky this year. You, you know, you've been a player in Europe. You've uh, you've gone all around the world as a as a professional yourself until you started doing more coaching. And you've played with some great players of the years, including including Becky Hammond uh, in San Antonio. Um, now she must be one of the best point guards you've to ever play in the WNBA. So. Uh, and you joined the team towards the end of her career. To, was there much you were able to teach her uh, when you joined as a, as an assistant? I, I don't know if it was much I was able to teach her. Uh, she was very coachable. Uh, I mean, she, she was she was a seasoned veteran by the time I got to her. You know, um, I pick and choose chose my moments that you know, uh, you know that that you know you you give a player like that advice and you just help them along the way and uh you know you just try to be the best you can you know just guiding them and 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 getting them over the hump and at the end of their career but um you know we we work great together and to this day we have a, a wonderful relationship and um i lean on her today for for a lot of advice so um she's she's a, she's a really good friend 
That's good because she's doing a great job over in San Antonio um, with the with the Spurs organization these days. After you moved on from uh, from San Antonio yourself, you spent a year with um, a year or two with uh, Cheryl Reeve in in Minnesota. Who, I mean, she must be one of the best basketball coaches in the world right now. What what did you pick up from her, and how did that help you prepare to become a head coach yourself? Uh, well, we worked together for two years. Uh, we were able to win a championship in that time. And um, the one thing you love about Cheryl is her intensity. Um, you know, her her no-nonsense n- attitude and the things that she doesn't settle for. Uh, so, you know, I was able to pick her brain about a lot of things. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. Um, and, I, you know, I treasure my moments with her. Um, and, you know, we still talk from time to time. And, uh, you know, that's something that you can't take away uh, that bond that we have from going through a championship together. Uh, the one thing I appreciate appreciate about Cheryl is um, she gave me a lot of responsibility. Yeah. At, a, at, a, at you know at a point I'm I'm like I don't know why you would give me so much responsibility, <laughs> uh, but she trusted me right away, um, and she she leaned on me a lot, and uh, I appreciate that. And I think that was one of the one of the she was one of the main keys in getting me ready uh, to take on this job that I have now. So what do you think that's going to be similar to your style then? Because, I mean, you know, this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is your your first year as a head coach, whether it's in in the WNBA or in Europe. So, uh, you know, what what do you think your coaching style is going to be? Uh, my, my coaching style comes a little bit from all the experiences that I have, not, not just the, you know, experiences with Cheryl, even though that's a big part of it. Uh, in Minnesota, uh, I, I mean, my, my style is, is you know, I, I have to be me. I can't be Cheryl. I can't be anybody else that I've worked with. Um, and that's a coach that likes to spread the floor, uh, likes to move the ball, um, likes to shoot the three and like to get up and down. Um, I think uh, I trend toward of, of, of the way basketball is being played now with open space, attacking closeouts and things of that nature. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's the most important part to me, um, I guess. So... I, but I think, you know, me being a defensive guy, um, uh, that's where you're going to see a lot of my concentrated fo- concentration and focus go to. How much of that did you pick up from Europe? Because obviously you played there, but you've also been coaching there the past few years with UMMC, Ekassenberg, um, and won a, won a title this year. What's the main differences between coaching stateside and coaching in Russia? I mean, I, I think the main difference is uh, how how much the ball moves. Um, what well, more you know, so in, in Europe? Do you think in Europe? In Europe, yeah, because you don't have the the dumb. I mean, even though I'm saying that from a standpoint of any Catherineberg, we had dominating players, but you have less players that are dominate a, 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 the ball. Uh, they they get it when and they have to make quicker decisions. Uh, one two seconds if they don't have anything, they move it. Uh, I think. In the U.S., you can massage the ball a little bit more and you can um, use that athleticism and speed uh, in one-on-one situations a little bit um, more and a little bit more frequently uh, than you do in in Europe. And I think that's one of the main differences. So, um, of course, I I like to share the ball. I like to move the ball. uh, But I I I like the ball in my best player's hands. So you might see a mixture of everything. Let's take a quick break uh, to talk about our friends at nbastore.eu. As the Europe's official NBA online store, it has everything you need to support your favourite team, from flags to socks to on-court gear, and 
our listeners, Double Clutch listeners, they get 15% off any order using the code DCPOD15. That's DCPOD15 at checkout. That offer there excludes clearance and outlet items, but still, what are you waiting for? They're all the freshest gear, all 15% off. So make sure you head to nbastore.eu and use DCPOD15. Now, it couldn't be simpler. It's going to be a pretty clean slate for you this year. You know, the the Chicago Sky team last year didn't do so well. You know, but maybe that's part of the reason you've got the job this year. But, I mean, 13 and 21 finished outside the playoffs. Um, you know, so you and you got the job sort of at the tail end of 2018, which meant that you were able to sort of put your stamp on on the team a little bit you know you you were there for for the draft and you were there for free agency so what type of what were you hoping to achieve in this off season i think the main thing was uh getting a sense of uh my environment uh it's it, it's true that you know i got a chance to put together the team and that was very important uh to me then getting the job halfway through the year or getting a job late into the year. Um, I was able to, you know, uh, really uh, kind of design the roster to, to my liking and, and to, you know, to the coaching staff's liking and, and you know, kind of help uh, kind of form what our identity would be with the with the players that we wanted. And um, I, th- I think we, we put a good roster together, but now it's time to show and prove on the floor because winning games in the WNBA is, is tougher than anything that you could imagine. Uh, you know, some people see 13 and, and 21 as as you know as a as a failure, and you know if if we were to do that, I would see it as a failure too. But it's so hard to win games, uh, as, especially with our schedule the way it is, and, and not as much practice time during the season. Um, so we we're, we're going to appreciate every game we win, and we're just going to try to build on it. Yeah, I mean, you have constructed a great shooting team. I think is is fair to say. You know, obviously you've yeah, inherited players like Ali Quigley, but drafting um, Katie Lou Samuelson and and even Chloe Jackson. You know, they're, they're two players. They've been to the final four in March Madness this year. So and they've got championship pedigree. What what was your thinking behind these selections? Was it as simple as these are two? you know, great players with high upside or did, were you drafting for for a purpose when you were putting the team, your vision for the team together? I mean, yeah. I mean, everything, everything is with a purpose. I don't I don't move without a purpose. I don't think we move as a staff without a purpose. Um, our, our thing was uh, we wanted to get the best player uh, available and the best player uh, that was available that corresponded to how we wanted to play uh that that uh i guess complemented our roster the most and um with those two players those that's that's how we felt uh we we really thought that we had uh we we got the the best player um in the draft with katie lou and that's that's just how we felt um and so and and we've been pleased with the progressions that she's made in these first two days so Let's see where it goes. Cool, cool. 
one thing that I I had heard uh, from I guess some some other outlets, not necessarily something I agree with, but I thought I'd I'd, I'd throw the question over to you. A lot of people thought that you know Chicago should have gone for a, a big player. I think on the training camp roster, you've only got four players that are over six four. Um, you know, and they, it looks like you could have done with some help in terms of having some size inside, or, or even some some bigger wing players. Did that come into your consideration at all? Uh, no. no. I, I don't really, you know, listen to what people think that we should have <laughs> on our roster. <laughs> like, you know, um, like my whole thing was we'll we'll see where it goes. I'm, you know, I, I can't talk too much about it. Uh. Maybe I might be the dummy in the room, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll soon see. But one thing I will say is that in terms of the bigs that you do have, I think you possibly have one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion, in Steph Dawson. How how important is she to your vision for the team this year? I mean, she gives us another playmaker, another person that can spread the floor. Uh, she gives us size. And she has a unique skill set. Uh, you can say Stephanie Dawson is she can't be duplicated in the WNBA. It's not a lot of players like her. So um, I mean, I think she gives us a special player that's hard to match up with, um, and she gives us the size that we need to defend the defend the block. So I think she gives us a lot of things, and um, we we just uh, appreciate having her on our roster. What have you made of her importance to the, the sort of team chemistry side of things? Because, of course, this year she's received a bit of a push. You know, I think uh, you know she was at the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game earlier this year and she's been in the, in the new WNBA commercial. But she doesn't strike me as having a, a superstar ego. She seems quite a laid-back, fun, uh, engaging kind of person. Is that, is, is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much accurate. Uh, she, she has an... Um... A, a bubbly personality. Um, she commands the room when she walks in it uh, because of her, her spirit. So um, we we love that about her, and um, I think it's a part of who we want to be uh, going forward. So we're we're just happy to have her and, and her personality and her talent. So just who she is, we're 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 happy to have her. Also on the team, one of the players you've inherited, but also one of the players you've you've worked with uh, in in Europe, Courtney Vandersloot just won a championship in Russia and there, there are a few other point guards um, such as Sue Bird she's st- still in the league just about but, but you know you have players like Lindsay Whalen who retired last year there's a few younger point guards coming through the ranks like Kelsey Plum but tell me is is Sloot the best point guard in the league right now? I think so I really think so um and we're going to put her in the situation where she, she proves it. Uh, but I, I think, hands down, she's the best. Um, I think, you know, now the, the winning has to follow, and we're going to help her with that. Uh, but, you know, it was a, it, we had a great time this year in Ekaterinburg, and um, I, I had a great time watching her grow and uh, helping her get to where she want, wanted to get as far as uh, – on the European level of, of winning the Euro League and dominating the year. And she did a, a great job carrying that mantle, and hopefully we can carry it into the WNBA season. Cool, cool. Um, so 
speaking of this season, then what are your hopes? What are your expectations? What you know, you've you spent two days with with the the team so far. I know that's not a great sample size to be able to judge the team's long term hopes, but what are you personally aiming for out of this season? I mean, honestly speaking, um, all my energy and power is. I don't have expectations, really. Uh, my energy and power is going into the next day. So uh, after practice, I watch video of our practice. I sit down with uh, our coaches. Um, we come up with something to get better the next day. And then we meet in the morning before practice. Everything is about that day and that moment. And um, I don't think I can focus on an end game and be uh, and not take away from the moment, you know. So um, I, I have to put a hundred percent of my effort into the next day of practice. Yeah, fair enough. I know as you've been watching those tapes, have any players sort of stood out to you that we n- may not have mentioned so far? Any any players who sort of under the radar or just on training camp contracts or that sort of thing that you think are worth keeping an eye on so, uh, in the next few weeks? No, I mean, I think who's, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of players that we think, you know, that, that can help us a lot. I think um, we're going to, we're going to help Diamond uh, get to where she's, she's going to be. Um, she's a special talent. Yeah. And she's capable of being a dominating player. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see what she's going to lead us to, you know, um, so um, I think if you if you talk about a player to have an eye on, I think that is a player. Her her passing was some of the the scariest in the league last last year. So hopefully she can continue to to learn from from Sloot this season. And yeah, the the ball will be moving around pretty quickly this year. I've been asking a few people this, uh, players and coaches, um, go, going into this season, uh, there there is going to be a sort of uh, undercurrent theme where. I imagine a lot of players, a lot of coaches and, you know, perhaps some of the underground storylines are going to be about the the CBA. So if there's any big injuries, you know, I imagine the media might pick up on, you know, how is this going to affect the, the collective bargaining agreement negotiations at the end of this season? From a, a GM standpoint... Are you going to have any sort of conversations with any of your players or or is that something you you think you need to steer clear from? Are you going to be working with the owners? Uh, and ha- and ultimately, how are you going to try and get your players to avoid these types of distractions? Well, the players, I mean, we have to give the players credit. They're very professional. Uh so I don't I don't I don't see any issues uh with that. Um I respect the negotiations too much, though, to, to comment on it. Um, you know, I, I, I respect what's going on, and, and you know, I, I have an open ear and an open mind to everything, so I just I just keep it at that. Right now my focus is being a basketball coach. I think in the offseason when it's time to, you know, address all those things, we can address them. But um, right now my, my, my focus is tomorrow's, tra- tomorrow's third-day training camp. So, Perhaps this is going to be a... Uh... Uh, an answer that you try to avoid, but what are you sort of seeing um, as the uh, as towards the end of the season? What what teams do you think are going to be the cream of the crop? You know, because we've Seattle, of course, have lost 
the 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 best arguably the best player in the league for this year um uh, and you've got an LA team that's reloaded what do you think the sort of championship run is going to look like and are you hoping Chicago is going to be in that race uh i mean I, it's it's that's very hard because i mean it's hard because I want to be as honest as possible, and but honesty is so boring. <laughs> um, the my honest opinion about the situation is, I'm focused at tomorrow's third day of training camp, and I, th- that's the only thing I'm focused on. So I, I haven't even paid attention to knowing what team to beat. We have to play Minnesota on the 25th, <laughs> so everything that we, you know, everything that we concentrate on against Indiana in the preseason games is going to be geared toward winning the first game against Minnesota, or you know, or improving to, to you know, at least compete. And um, then we have 33 games more to go, so I have no idea, and I'm, I, I, I don't even think about other teams except for the team we have next. And uh, to, since tomorrow's training camp, that's the only thing I'm focused on. And um, then we'll start gearing up. After we get our roster in place, we'll start gearing up for Minnesota. And that's that's as far as my attention span can go. Fair enough. I appreciate your time, Coach. All right. Thank you, man. Have, have a great one. You too. Best luck for the season. Right. A huge thank you to Mr. James Wade of the Chicago Sky. Really enjoyed that conversation. Make sure you stay tuned to doubleclutch.uk, the website, because in the coming weeks we are going to be posting all of our season preview guide for this WNBA season coming up. We are really trying to push WNBA hard this year, so please make sure you do like this podcast, you know, make sure you share it uh, out and about, and if you're listening on, on a specific pod player, whether it's Apple Podcasts or or if it's Android, make sure you, you give us five stars, guys. It really helps us when we're trying to share this with as many people as possible, because we all know that the WNBA is, is entirely underserved, and uh, our mission is to grow Uh, the game as much as possible so please make sure you help us out in that way and of course if you are based in Europe if you're based in the UK make sure you use the uh, discount code if you're going to be shopping for your favorite NBA teams this year go up to nbastore.eu and use the discount code at the checkout dcpod15 and that gets you 15% off your purchases thanks very much for listening guys we'll catch you next time